Welcome to How Leaders Lead. I'm Kula Callahan here to bring you another edition of Three More Questions with David Novak. David, it's great to be back with you. Well, Kula, it's great to be with you. And today we're debriefing my conversation with Lynn Swan, the NFL Hall of Famer and four-time Super Bowl champion and a really good guy. I had so much fun listening to this conversation, David. I don't know if I've ever heard you laugh that hard or that much during an interview. So it was fun to feed off the energy between you and Lynn. And he is, like you said, a fantastic leader. One of the things I really appreciate about Lynn is he's in the Hall of Fame. He's a superstar. But many, many times he played a very supporting role and he was happy with it because if he knew he did his job, other people would succeed. And that was enough for him. And, and I just love somebody to have that kind of supportive, humble spirit. I do too. It's certainly inspiring. And I'm excited to dive into our questions for today's episode of Three More Questions. Let's get going. All right, let's go, Kula. Question number one. You ask Lynn how he went about talent management when he was the athletic director for USC. And he had to make some tough calls and let go of some of his staff. Lynn said that when you terminate someone, it's your duty as a leader to try and help them find a place that's a better fit for them. Now, terminating someone is never pleasant, but all leaders will have to do it at some point in their career. And David, I want to hear from you. How can leaders prepare someone they're firing for their next role? I think the most important thing you can do is make sure that you invest in them while they're working for you, that you're helping them be everything they can in your organization. You're giving them skills. You're giving them feedback. You're giving them more capability just because they have the opportunity to, to work in your company and work with you. When you do that, I find that even though working with people to, to help move them on is always very, very challenging, I find that people know that you did the best you could to try to help them while they were here and that you'll do the best you can to try to help them as they pursue other jobs. And I've found that to work for, for me time and time again. Question number two. It's obvious after listening to the episode that Lynn is a big believer in the power of listening. And all great leaders have to listen well if they want their teams to perform at their best. But what happens when you really don't take the time to listen to your people as a leader? Maybe you really don't have the time or you want to speed things up in a meeting, or maybe you just think that you can put your head down and make a better decision than your colleagues can. David, what advice do you have for those leaders who really find it difficult to make time to listen to their people? I would remind them to think of these three words, be here now. When you're with someone, give them your full attention, and that means listening to them. You know, don't be looking at your phone. Don't be talking on the phone. Don't be multitasking. Really be here now with whoever you happen to be with at that specific point in time. And that's how you're going to learn from them. That's how you're going to understand what they have to say, and that's how you're going to be able to do one plus one equals three. Because you really can't go it alone. You need the help of other people. And the only way you can get that help is to recognize the fact that you need to listen to them and give them your full attention. You know, I have to tell you a story. 
I had this phenomenal minister, and, and many times he'd give a great sermon. And so I would get in line, and I would stand in that line to go up to him and tell him, hey, Bob, I, th- I think you did a really terrific job. Well, many times it was very frustrating for me because this guy was so intent on giving everybody his undivided attention. I mean, he looked him directly in the eye. You would think that that person was the only person in the room. And he didn't realize that the CEO of Yum Brands was three back. He didn't push me forward. And that really irritated the hell out of me. But by the time I got there, he gave me his full attention. And I think that he typified be here now. And that's why he's such a great leader. Yeah, because he gives people the attention that they deserve. Be here now because everybody does deserve your full attention. You know, David, looking back on my career and you know, serious conversations that I've had to have with leaders that I've worked for, you can tell a difference if someone is present and paying attention to you. And I find that most people really just want to be seen, heard, and understood. And if that happens, then usually they're pretty satisfied with their job. And for leaders who don't take that time to sit down, to be here now, and to really listen, it creates a big riff in your culture and in your organization because people just assume that they're never going to be heard and that they're never going to be understood. So while it might be quicker to just blow through a meeting or keep your head down and stay in your office and get work done, it goes a really long way to take the time and listen to people because that creates this culture where everybody feels seen and everybody feels understood. We've all seen these people, and from time to time, we might even be one of those people where they're having a conversation with someone and they're looking around to see who they're going to have it with next, or they're looking around for someone who might be more important, or they're looking around for someone that you know, might be able to, to help them more so that they can move on. And you know what? It never pays off. And I agree with you. Cool. It just takes more time if you don't listen. Question number three. I love this quote from Lynn. He says, what makes a career is the satisfaction of having performed in a big moment, doing the job, even if you're not scoring or you're not making a big play, but contributing to create an opportunity for your team to win and make that big play. David, a lot of time the superstars get all of the credit, but how can leaders recognize and encourage the people who are behind the scenes creating opportunities for other people on their team to win when it matters most? I think it's important that every leader gives everyone in the organization the sense that they count. Every great culture basically starts with that, the notion that everyone can make a difference. I always used to say, what are you doing in your piece of yum? Because if you do your job well, and everybody does their job well at YUM, there's no way we can't possibly maximize our results. And I think it's the leader's job to let everyone know that what they do is valued, what they do is appreciated, and what they do really matters. And together, if we all do our jobs well, there's no way we can't win. Well, that does it for today's episode. Thanks again for tuning in to How Leaders Lead. We're on a mission to make the world a better place by developing better leaders. And if you carve out a little time with us each and every week, we'll help you build the confidence you need to lead well. And coming up next on How Leaders Lead is Alwyn Lewis, 
former chairman and CEO of Potbelly and the former CEO of Sears Holdings.